What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15. Bam! Five. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up, 5 o'clock hour? We are live at 1040 O Street, the mecca of uh, Sports Talk Radio in Lincoln, Lancaster County. I am Jay Foreman. That is Austin on the ones and twos. We are old school, missing DP today. He is out of town handling business like a big dog. We are brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmont Special Ingredients at Butcher Shop. Two locations, 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. Austin, I'm going to tell you this, man. I've been, uh, before we get into the 49ers, I've been on Instagram, diving down the rabbit hole. Not much to where it's a problem. But I like to fashion myself as somebody that thinks they, that they can grill. So, speaking of the Mercado, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get out of my comfort zone. I'm about to... For, so, ticket listeners, right? T- uh, text line. I want, I want uh, some help. I'm trying to broaden my horizons to either grill, smoke, or give me what I should do, uh, some lamb chops. Ooh. So, we're asking you ticket listeners. I want... If you want to... You could, uh, do we have a, uh, uh, an email information email? No, uh, not that I, but you could text in to the ticket, to the, to the, uh, text line. I want the vote probably the, you know, probably shouldn't grill them the first time. Maybe smoke them low and slow. Yeah. Yeah. Lamb chop. Yeah. 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 I think that's the way to go. Okay. We got one for, for smoke them. So I need some help here. I've been I, I've seen different ways to do it. What are you going to season them with? That's my next question. I make my own season, my brother. Oh, okay, respect, yeah, respect. Yeah, I got respect. that. I got the seasoning covered. Okay. okay, I got the seasoning covered. I will not ask you to divulge I, the recipe. That's no, you're you, not getting it. Form a favorite. 
Oh, get my man Couch says grill him. What what is this? Susvid finished on the grill. Vide? Oh, that's the water thing. That is. Jeremy the grill master says grill him. So we got two for grill, Austin. You, you the Suve <laughs> thing, I've I've listen, I've heard about it. I've heard it's re- a really good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you get it and then you like it's almost like you boil it or you vacuum like, seal it, seal and then it. you cook it in the water and then finish it on the grill. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Disc golf Jake says grill. Smoked and finished on Okay, I got it. Grill, hot and fast to 121. Ooh. Then post yours on Pinterest and how it went. Listen. Sear and bake. Okay, D-Ron. There's a third option. I don't, I don't know. I'm just a sucker See, for I've a seen, smoker. I've seen the... I've seen them... Here's what I've seen. Okay, I've seen them smoked. I've mm-hmm. seen them grilled. I've seen them like... Uh, you you sear them, and then the the plate's hot. Then you put it in the in the oven. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know on Instagram it's like the they all look great. Oh, you know, yeah. and and then the, the great thing or the funny thing about it, um, Al, A- Axel Foley said he did some steaks yesterday. I heard steaks are excellent. Respect. But I threw some steaks down, and them things was hitting, boy. Whew. We finally just got access to our patio, yeah. so that girl might be busting yeah. out later this week. Yeah, this week you got fifties. Um. The thing about Instagram, they just casually just put all the ingredients and then act like you need to do it. You know, that's the way you do it. Right. They, they did it probably 50, they had 85 takes mm-hmm. and they probably had, you know, tons of, you know, food from high V to mess up and all that other stuff. And that's, right. you know, what their job is. Sorry. Right, so anyways, get out there. I don't know, disc golf, Jake. We got we got to ask Kevin. So I'm, I'm, I might text Kevin and see what he because I well, did well, ask Kevin's him. Twitter handle is big grill guy. He's going to say grill. Yeah, but Kevin can grill though. Kevin can grill. Yeah. Someday we gotta we gotta have Kevin bring the grill along with the wine. Yeah, we could have a good time over there. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple of headaches anyway. Just, just, just picture it's the middle of June. There's not a lot to talk about. Yeah. We just need Kevin to come by for two hours, have a yeah. cooking show right there outside the window. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, he says, uh, Disc Golf Jake says he's going to tell you what to pair it with, so that's going to make it, be- you know, even better. John and Cortland, he just said, good evening, good evening. How you doing, my brother? And, uh, well, anyways, on to these 49ers and their game. And I think the talk of the day and there'd be the talk of the, you know, you know, the week, for, at least for the next couple of days, is the fourth down calls, you know, should should Dan Campbell have took the field goal? Shouldn't he have? I, I think when you have a Justin Tucker, you you kick the field goal. When you have their kicker that's 50% after over 40 yards, it, it's it's a coin flip. You you've converted 70 some percent of the time during the year. Um the play calls that they played were open. Uh Reynolds had a tough day. Uh has mm-hmm. costly drops. Strick asked me about momentum. Those are momentum killers, or they allow the momentum to start from a snowball and quickly turn into an avalanche. And the avalanche hit the Detroit Lions. And Dan Campbell said it himself, this team, the way he's, this is when I told DP, remember when DP was laughing at me, right? Mm-hmm. I knew exactly, I, I know how this team is built because I know Aaron Glenn. Mm. And by Aaron Glenn, I know who Dan Campbell is. I know, um, you know, they got some other guys on their staff, like Antoine Render. I know what they're built to. They're not going to allow these guys. To, that's just not how they roll. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is that all year they were able to bounce back um, 
and gain the momentum back. They did it just the week before or two weeks before against um Los it, Angeles. Against the against the Rams. And and they did it a little bit with Detroit, but they overwhelmed Detroit, I think. Or not Detroit, but Tampa. Tampa yeah. Um but for the Rams, they did it. They did it. That was and that was pressure packed at home when the expectations were high. They were able to answer the call. So as a coach, why would you not do what not only call what you've done before, but also have the confidence in your team because you've seen it. They mm-hmm. they and he said it in the locker room, you knew that they were gonna come and make a run. They were desperate. It's like playing the Golden State Warriors with a 20-point lead at halftime. You know Steph Curry's gonna start hitting. Now you gotta be able to counter that. And they did. After the first touchdown, trot on the field, go right down to go right down, big drop again by Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Probably needed that first down to get into realistic field goal um range. Mm-hmm. That's it, it always I'm the big on the cause and effect, man. The play before the play. Yes, because if you think that uh you know, against Buffalo, you know, you go back when they're running cover, you know, they're running cover three and Travis Kelsey's in the number three position and he runs kind of a, you know, not even a lazy seven cut, just a regular banana seven cut. If you don't think that was like set up a couple plays before, then you then you haven't been listening. That's just the thing that I don't think enough people watch football with your mindset is they take each play in a vacuum and it's yeah. so hard to to piece the bigger picture together. Well, it is, and that's and that's why it's the easy thing to to say. Dan Campbell needs to be fired. He mm-hmm. should have kicked the field goal, right? Because guess what? If he if he did what everybody thought he should have done, trot the field goal kicker out there, they kick it, miss it, then you're like, well, you were aggressive all year. It's only the right call when it works, right? Because it's a results oriented business. Right. People forget the process behind right. it, right? And and you got to make the best decision. In that day, in that time, and he did, and it just this didn't work out, and it sucks for, you know, uh, you know Bagley that where you put your coach in a position like that. We we've seen it here at Nebraska, mm-hmm. it, when, when you know um, when Scott was here, where he had to like try to have a backup safety and Lane McCallum to right, be your kicker, right? And we're up in Colorado, didn't have enough confidence in him, he had to go for it, and had to he didn't have a fourth down for the fifteenth time play. So you know you're a professional. You got to make the plays, and and you know one one player one player didn't lose the game, but there's definitely some factors that lead to some of the decisions that you make. And there's one um, play that I felt, or one one time when Dan Campbell went for it, I felt like they should have kicked it. Um, and I think that was the one that was just short of St. Brown. But also, what people don't understand when you kick a field goal, the opposing team gets it from where you kicked it from. Yeah. So then it's a yardage thing. Mm-hmm. And, and and again and i go back to that one when reynolds dropped i dropped it i swear to god on third down that's a drive extender a realistic field goal opportunity but it kills the clock that's it another kick, what two and a half minutes yeah and on the low end and you kill the momentum when you do things like that when you drop a wide open pass as a defender i'm thinking oh we still have a chance if you're making a simple plays, there is no chance because you suffocate them. And that's where Detroit didn't do it. Um, and when San Francisco gets rolling, they have the most talent. Between them and Philly, they got the most talented roster in the league, in my opinion. Top to bottom. I buy it. Yeah. Um, and I felt like Johnson, their OC, probably lost his way a little bit. Should have been running the ball. Um, Montgomery was, I want to say unstoppable. He was running a pretty good clip. Gibbs was doing it, and I think you were starting to 
kill him with with chunk plays. And this is probably where I'd probably, if Dan Campbell was here, I'd talk to him. You know, football talk or whatever. He's a big dude, man. Linebacker Look, to tight end. Oh yeah, well he he, <laughs> he missed the workout, he, <laughs> no. he, and I've missed plenty. <laughs> and uh, so I, I I would tread water, you know, lightly. Um, is I would ask him about that. Hey, Coach Campbell, once you had the momentum, right? And yes, you were killing them with the with you were you were hot. When did you? When would you get on? Would you? Would if you could do it all over again? Twenty four to seven at halftime. Not change the game plan. Talk to Johnson and say, "Listen, in our back pocket, we know we can get our play action passes, but let's bleed these guys. Let's bludgeon these dudes because as as high priced as a defense and defensive line in San Francisco has, they're fake tough guys. That's where you mm-hmm. they, they, they Green Bay ran all up and down the down the field. Mm-hmm. Detroit did as well." And it, and it wasn't any trick plays, you know, like how you, you know, do a double reverse and all that stuff and he breaks off. No, this is just line up inside, outside zone, a little toss play, and they were moving people. Mm-hmm. And they Sewell got. Sewell was fantastic. Right. And they they were moving, they got moved last week. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think maybe when you really want to say, hey, I'm, I'm cool with Dan Campbell with his decision making because that's who he is. Um, and he's not reckless with it. No. Right. Not Brandon Staley, like just doing it just because, right? I'm serious. No, no, he's I, not yeah. reckless with it, mm-hmm. and they're successful at it. That's where I would say taking control and doing it. And this is when I talk about about momentum. I would never forget this. And here's the regret I have. Um, when I was down on the sidelines a couple years ago, I was down on the south end. Right? Was it south end? I'm trying to. I should know this. <laughs> South End. And I remember during the week watching special teams. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. And when you go through, spe- you know, I've been on punt. And the most stress I've ever been on the field is when you backed up punt. Like punter's like, heels on the end yes. line backed up. You talk about spent your muscle tight. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> 
you get a cubic zirconium out of J form and two or three of them just coming out. Look, you tight because the, the one half a foot punt block. And I remember watching it, watching this, and it was you know we when I was in Buffalo, we called a red alert punt or you know you know whatever you want, you know everybody got these fancy names for it. Well, I saw it and this dude went and got close enough to where he was standing next to the punter. And I said something, you know, the dude said, hey, you know, that's the punter's guy. I'm saying, hey, listen, man, hey, I ain't do- I would never depend on a punter for nothing. Now, there's no offense to special to this guy. Your job is to kick, not to think. <laughs> All right? <laughs> right? right? My job is to block. <laughs> and to think. And, yeah, and to go tackle. And that's it. And we're done. As long as we don't screw up, we made it. That's a positive play, right? As far yeah, as it, as long, yeah, as long as Dante Hall ain't running <laughs> up and down the field, right? They ran it again. Dude was the tag the punter. I said, hey, man, you better block that dude because I know I've seen it. That's a foul ball. Next one's going out of the park. Right. I've seen Aaron Glenn come off of there, and these guys are good. Well, what happened was they put Riley Moss there, I think, and he's a track guy, mm-hmm. or it was uh, Cooper DeGene, one of them. And I remember being – I'll never forget. This is probably the only regret I have done. Well, I got a couple other regrets, but one regret. And I remember thinking – you get this feeling like it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but I'm way down. I'm not a coach. You know, I'm just there trying to just help out as much as possible. Kind of feel like you're handcuffed a little bit, you know, down there. Boom. Punt block. I was like, dang. Like, you know, it, I didn't have anything to do it. In my mind, if I would, if I would been able to and felt, felt that I could, I wanted to go down there and tell the coach to call a timeout. Here's why. Everybody would get mad. You get, you'll get the media people. Oh, you got to say the timeouts. No, no, no. You don't got to worry about timeouts when you could lose the game with a fragile team and a young, inexperienced team. That where You got to think. Um, what's the, what's the dude back up court? Logan Smothers mm-hmm. was – now, we probably knew Adrian wasn't going to play. But it's his first start against Iowa. You need to, that would shut down the whole momentum. You got to think at that point in time, Iowa hadn't done diddly poo on offense, Mm-mm. nothing on offense. Signature win, backup quarterback. He could have potentially been in the running to start the next potentially. And now for me, I was handcuffed in the sense of was never feeling like, well, with number one, my opinion would have been to listen to. Number, obviously, um, no, I'm not always right. This isn't me about pat, pat myself on the back. This is about the. But the former player had a sense of the moment, right? Because if you call that timeout, you stop the momentum. You get your teams focused because everybody's in shock. The whole stadium's in shock, mm-hmm. right? The, I mean, literally, that was a raucous house where everybody's. You know, you're thinking about there's probably gonna be a party on Old Street. Boom! Well, surprise. <laughs> right hey we're here to play we got a long more time right so we're not, done, not done yet that's the only regret that i didn't like overstep my boundaries now would that have happened i would probably feel not as bad i wish i would have job you know i wouldn't say jobs would have been saved but i knew i knew 100 that was the thing to do mm-hmm. now there's there's rules and stuff to what i could do and you know with the whole 
compliance thing and all that you know i guess if i was an analyst i could have done it you know whatever <laughs> i was just you know there's an old scrub there you know uh doing it back to detroit not dan campbell need to keep his timeouts though they made a mistake by running it you burned it anyways but if you burn that same timeout earlier to get everybody in line you might be still talking you might be talking about the best story in nfl history in a long time and they'd be able to stop the momentum mm-hmm. and that's where detroit lost the momentum and you if okay if you want to keep the timeout for later kick the field goal kick the field goal because the and it's hard to say it because i know what the, the plays were the guys were open so i hate even saying kick the field goal mm-hmm. but at some point in time you have to see you have to uh and I, and it's hard for me to say this. He's he's viewing the team that they're not able to counterpunch. Now, granted, Gibbs had a turnover. You had drops, so their the defense they, is getting shredded. Twenty one unanswered. Right. So everybody's on their heels. You're you're mm-hmm. taking. Listen, you on the ropes, and here Mike Tyson is ready to end you. So he's thinking, I gotta land a haymaker to get him off me, and that's the analogy. Well, you missed, and then you got your fatal blow. Now I would say, now okay, so that's what it, that in that sense that's the right tactic. On the other sense, though, you see your team hasn't shown any glimpse of life to make that one play to get the momentum back. They kind of been treading water. They'll get a first down, but then you have a leaky, you know, you know, run game where you know Fred Warner made that one big stop. So by kicking the field goal, if I could say, if I could say, if I could, here's where I could say you could go back and kick the field goal. Because you never know when your kicker or whoever somebody would step up. And that's, I hate even saying it. It's so easy to say with retrospect because because we know how it did end up. And that dude ain't, but and the problem is he ain't been making this kick. No, 50% kicks in a dome all year. But the best coaches are the ones who like almost have that ESP, that foresight, that understand how to read the moment and have a sense for, yeah, I'm feeling good about this guy stepping up. And may and like I said, the only other thing I could probably say is that Dan Campbell, and any point he might have get on the mic, get to that offensive coordinator, give me my best play right now, your number one play for this game, mm-hmm. and see what happens. But st- still, it was open. I, I mean, it's it's hard to do. Momentum in these type of championship games are huge. You, I mean, you see it in basketball. You make one three. Or you get fouled on a three, a team just all of a sudden comes alive. You you know the defense. You know you start making plays. You know a big momentum changer. Yes, it would have been pass interference, but the excitement in the crowd of it goes off Jay Foreman's helmet. And he catches it. That's a circus catch. You know what you think as a player? Tonight's our night. We can still come back. Mm-hmm. Versus a pass interference. Okay, we just got we got lucky bailed out. You could you know. So it's it's hard. I think, but I think what San Francisco they need to do is they're facing. The best team that you ain't gonna listen. Nobody's scared of San Francisco from a physicality standpoint. Not um, anymore. No, and and no, Andy Reid's Andy Reid's team is teams have always been physical. He runs the 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 hardest and most physical training camp still to this day within the rules. San Francisco has got to get their edge back. There's no way that you should have that type of money invested in your defense line and getting ran through like this. You got two of the best linebackers in the league. You got the best defensive line supposedly in the league. 
Where's it at? Where's it at? Now you're doing pretty good against the pass, but you're, 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 if you think that Pacheco, um, the law firm, and whoever else that Kansas City finds that they, <laughs> you, you just never know, right? That Andy Reid gets two weeks to the game plan for you. If you don't think that they're gonna test your will, you in some trouble. And um, but San Francisco was able to come back because they were able to take advantage of some uh, mishaps by Detroit, and Detroit just they they let themselves down. And Dan Campbell said it perfectly. He told his team, "Look, we might not never get back to here again. There's a lot of guys in there that will never be in the playoffs again." Yeah. And you and you will go in and now now you 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 will go through the rest of your life thinking what if I can't tell you all jokes aside how many times I think about the Music City Miracle. I wasn't out there, so I couldn't ha- I couldn't have helped. But you're helpless. It's like I, I gave the analogy of uh, you know with Strick is like I'm not, we're sitting here right, and there's a car that takes a right from O Street to or right from was that tenth mm-hmm. and there's a car parked right here, and that person guns it, looking at their cell phone or whatever. And you try to tell them to stop, and they just keep going. Into yeah, that's the way it was with the uh, Music City Miracle, and it changed everything. It changed it. It changed the um, dynamics of a franchise in Buffalo. They lost for 15 straight, straight years. wasn't even sniffing it. They were the laughing stock of the AFC East. Um, 15 years, a storied franchise. You got to think from the from the very beginning was always in the playoff hunts. Great players. I mean, we we are JP Lossman. <laughs> EJ Manuel. I mean, we had dudes that couldn't play dead. You know what I mean? Uh, Matt Bar- or Bar- Barkley and all those dudes. No, and no offense. I mean, it takes a lot of courage to play in the NFL, but you, you think you go from being one play away from getting to the AFC Championship to play the Rams against the, against the Jacksonville team that we literally walked the dog on um, to being a part of history on the wrong end. And that's where Detroit is right now. And 17 points. Yes. Like there's not a more Detroit thing to happen than to play one of your best halves of football all year and then make history in the second half. And that's the difference. I think with the way the game's played now, um, not as much emphasis, emphasis on physicality and running the ball. You can come back from that type of uh, deficit. Is it a bigger credit to San Francisco or a bigger, you know, piece to hold against Detroit for the way that game went? It was more Detroit. But you also got to give just as much credit to San Francisco because they made the plays after they gave you the momentum back. Um, you know, I always thought, I don't know about you, Austin. I always tell the kids that I'm coaching, if we get a lead and we're playing in a tough game, don't clock watch. No. Last don't, thing you can do. Right. Don't be up by 11, you know, minute and a half left, and you're like, oh, we'll give up a three-point play, and, you know, we're still up by eight, then we dribble off our foot. Next thing you know, another three. We in a two-possession game. <laughs> you, hey, butts are puckered up. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know what I'm More saying? More cubic zirconium. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Hey, and and you still got essentially a minute and a half left, and that's where you can run into trouble. Um, and that's where Detroit ran in a little bit of trouble. But I don't. As much as I say it, I don't think they were really. I don't think Jared Goff was was scared because they, he was putting balls on the money. You mm-hmm. just had guys that just, hey, just dookie down the leg, man. That just that. that I mean. And caught it with their hands, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, they did. And it was greasy, too. So, anyways, um, we thank you. Hey, text line, thanks for the, the grill tips. I will give it, give me a, I got to, I got to really get it. I take pride in, in perfection in the grill. I've been studying lamb chops 
and how to make salmon bites and how to cook salmon the best way. What about you? You to get some of that. Well, I got to make sure it's edible first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it's good, Austin, you ain't got to worry about the over there. I'll give you some. So. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Jay Forward, Austin, Old School. We'll be right back. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 